Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. But now, when Timothy came from you unto us and brought us good tidings of your faith and charity, and that ye have good remembrance of us always, desiring greatly to see us, as we also do to see you, therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you in all our affliction and distress by your faith. For now we live, if ye stand fast in the Lord. First Thessalonians 3 verses 6 through 8 Many want to know what can they do for God, for their church, for their pastors, teachers, and leaders. How can they bless them? How can they help? My friend, I tell you this, that one of the best, simplest, and most overlooked ways to do this, as Paul expresses in our opening passage, is to simply stand. When the enemy comes to discourage, when blessings come and you are tempted to get distracted, When the world comes and tries to influence you to follow after it. When the attacks come and you want to run. When you don't know what else to do. Then put on the full armor of God. And stand holding firm to what was taught to you. Paul was in trial and affliction when he penned this passage. He had been beaten and was in prison. Yet that was not what he considered his greatest torment. In the verse that preceded our opening passage, we read that he was worried that those he had delivered the gospel truth to through much toil and sacrifice might have fallen away from their steadfastness in the faith and his labors be in vain. In verse 5 of that same chapter, we read, For this cause, when I could no longer forbear. I sent to know your faith, lest by some means the tempter have tempted you, and our labors be in vain. This is a constant and very discouraging thing that ministers and mentors deal with continually. Jesus told us that the way was narrow, and that only a few would truly find it and stay on it. Therefore, if you want to encourage your leaders, ministers, and mentors, then determine that no matter the cost or the resistance, that one of those few will be you. Because even if it is only one in a hundred, seeing one stand gives those who are in a furnace of affliction for the sake of the gospel message, the strength and encouragement to keep running their race with endurance. Because you see, in this race of faith, it's not about finishing first. It's about finishing strong and not finishing alone. So tell someone about Jesus. Tend to them daily. Feed them spiritually that it might encourage someone who was willing to sacrifice their own wants, time, energy, desires, and life to do the same for you. 
Let them see you standing, enduring, growing, maturing, and tending to the needs of others as they have taught you. Show them that their labor has not been in vain, and you will see them rejoicing, even in the midst of their tribulations. It makes the pain worth it, just like a parent who sacrifices and suffers, or even a mother who goes through the pains of deliverance to bring forth children, fathers that are willing to lay down their wants, their desires, their time, their energy, to see to the need of their children, to get them into a position where they're able to stand and be mature men and women that are kind and patient and full of the fruits of the Spirit and selfless and willing to help others who are less fortunate. That's what brings a true parent joy. It is no different for the family of God. It brings him joy when he sees that in us, and it brings us joy when we see that in those who have come up through our faithfulness. The passage ends from verse 12 to 13 by giving a blessing on those that he wrote this letter of instruction to, saying, May the Lord keep you and make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men, even as we do toward you to the end that he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God, who is our Father, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. So, Lord, we pray for endurance today, not only for ourselves, but for our brothers and sisters in Christ, for our spiritual children, and for our leaders Because we're all part of the family of God and we give praise and thanksgiving daily to our good Father, God and King. And to our Savior, Redeemer, the Messiah, the Chosen, the Christ, Jesus. But we have also been given a commission to help him in the work of redemption and bringing the lost children back into the family of God, into the kingdom. So Lord, we pray for strength for our mentors those who were willing to teach us, to lead us, to sacrifice, to give us an example and a demonstration of the teachings of Christ. Lord, let them know that there are those around them that are willing to stand because of their faithfulness and let it bring them joy and rejoicing in their moments of discouragement. There is a crown of rejoicing that will be given to some saints on Judgment Day. It's specifically for those who were willing to sacrifice, to go the extra mile, to see the hard cases won into the kingdom. But that reward is not something only given in eternity. That is something that gives us hope even now. It gives us endurance. It gives us strength. It places a joy before us that we might continue to do the work. In short, it encourages Lord, help us to be an encouragement to those around us. Help us to stand with endurance. Help us to not look inward all the time at our own problems, but help us to be one that is willing to pray and to intercede for others, to ask you, Lord, how can I be used to help the family? What can I do? 
How can I strengthen them? How can I encourage them? We can do nothing in and of ourselves, but all things are possible when Christ is with us. So Lord, you, your Holy Spirit abiding in us, we give ourselves to you that you might come through us with the right word on time and in season, with the strength to endure every trial and tribulation, with correction where correction is needed with a dream, with a gift, with a miracle manifestation. Give us the faith to say, rise up and be healed. To say, devil, you must depart out of this family and stop the torment that they are experiencing. Give us the faith to stand in the name of Jesus and to fight for each other because the gifts were not given for selfish reasons they were given for the protection and benefit of the family but there comes a point at which we become so envious or begin to idolize even the gifts and the anointing that we can start trying to protect it at the expense of the family and lose all of it it's not worth it oh lord help us to prioritize to see that you give us gifts and anointings as tools to help the brethren to help the lost, to make you real to them, to point them to the cross, to validate the witness of the testimony of Jesus. To tell us in Ephesians 6, having done all to stand, help us to stand. We need the helmet of salvation, which can only be given by the blood of Jesus by acknowledging you for who you are, that you are the son of the living God, our redemption and the resurrection of the dead. That only by believing in who you are and every word that you said can we be saved from the judgment that is coming. The breastplate of righteousness, which is simply to do what you say is right. It is such a vital part of the armor of God. We will fall to the attacks of the enemy if we are not girded, clothed in your righteousness. We can't do what you say is right unless we have been cleansed of your blood that we might receive your spirit. Once our temple is cleansed by your redemptive blood, we can then ask your spirit to indwell it. O Holy Spirit, come and fill us. Empower us with the grace to walk in righteousness, to lay aside the lies and our selfish ambitions and desires and be empowered to say not my will, but thy will be done and to get up and walk out this race of faith with endurance, patience, determination, and obedience. The belt of truth, which is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit leads us into all truth and it keeps all of the armor intact and in place. Oh, Jesus, even you, it is your spirit. You are the truth, the way and the life. We need you. We can do nothing without you. Help us to always believe the truth, to walk in the truth and to speak the truth. That belt keeps the sword close at hand, which is the word of God. The written, yes, but the spoken also. It is defensive and it is offensive. It is power. It is our weapon of warfare. The shield of faith. That no matter what lies the enemy throws at us, we will deflect it and stand steadfast in what the Lord God Almighty has spoken both in his written word and in the personal promises given to us individually in the prayer closet. And having all of this armor, we will be able to stand against the fiery darts of the enemy. And after all of this garment is described, Paul tells us that 
wearing it, he then prays fervently in the Holy Spirit, that he might have boldness to speak what he ought, that he might understand mysteries, that he might fight for the brethren. You see, my friend, the gifts, the armor, even the anointing, none of it is given to us, for us, but it is given through us, for the body, for the family, to reach the loss, to fight for the brethren. Oh Lord, help us to armor up, to love one another, to be willing to endure all of the fiery darts of the enemy, to stand That in every trial you bring us through victorious, we might have not only our own faith strengthened, but those above us and those beneath us. That we might be an encouragement to both our spiritual leaders and an inspiration to our followers. Make us more like you, Jesus. Give us the heart to fight for the least among us and the strength to endure with patience, tenderness, and loving kindness. Lord, help us to remember today that in order to fight the good fight of faith, we have to simply fight to keep the faith. You tell us to stand in faith on the words that you have spoken both the Logos and the Rhema, in your written word and to our hearts in the prayer closet, those promises that you have given, and also to fulfill our commitment with the conditions, if there be any. Lord, give us the strength to stand and to withstand and having done all to stand, to continue to stand firm on every word that you have spoken, that you have taught us, And that you have commissioned us to repeat to the masses and to our loved ones. Having this blessed assurance that you are faithful to the end and you will endorse and reinforce the truth continually. Thank you, Lord, for those impossible, miraculous ways that you encourage us, that you strengthen us, that you confirm your will to us. And that when all the world rises up against us, we can still have full confidence knowing that you are with us and that no plot or plan of the enemy will prevail and no weapon will be prosperous. We cannot trust in our own strength or vain imaginations for it will fail us time and time again. But when we stand firm on the words that you have spoken, we can have assurance and confidence that in the end, we will win. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.